Hello everyone, this is Pastor Sid speaking to you from my home at about 1.50 a.m. Saturday, typically Friday night, Saturday morning, uh, early. I don't really know what to say on this Sunday of Pentecost, the birth of the Church of Jesus Christ. The church that is supposed to be the most powerful force on earth, empowered by God to do God's work. God created us all. We debate who God is, if there is God. How did we get here? Where are we going? The events of this week and similar events just are so troubling. We have a history of violence in our world from the beginning. And it has haunted us in this country in many ways. And in my lifetime, I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly of all that we are as human beings, as a country, as a state, as a world, as many religions, many faiths, of many races, mixed cultures, the good, the bad, the ugly. But on this Sunday of Pentecost, we have faced a great pandemic that some call a hoax. But we've seen mass graves in many countries. We've seen injustice. We've seen two killings that should not have taken place some by citizens, one by a police officer. And apparently has caused a great deal of emotions to arise. There's a lot of emotion that arises in my heart every day when I see injustice. Those of you who know me, I try to hear all sides of arguments. Sometimes I get a little carried away and get uh, uh, maybe too, mar- too much on my side of the argument, but I'm a person that uh, voices his opinion, but I also listen to other people's opinions. I can think through my life where I have been treated unjustly. I've been accused unjustly. I have behaved in a way that was not right. I have harbored feelings toward people and generalized. And I've had in many times 
to search my heart and ask myself, do I generalize or do I just think about that particular person? It's giving me grief, so to speak. We as humans, we, we have problems. We're not perfect. We have a tendency to do bad things. But we have a lot of good in us, too, that comes forward. But here we are in 2020. 20. 20, still trying to figure out how to live in peace, how to treat our fellow human beings with dignity and with justice, to treat people as we would like to be treated, to live in a country that it's supposed to be based on the idea that everyone is created equal and are given special rights by our creator to life, liberty, and justice, and freedom. Freedom to think, freedom to believe as we will to do. But freedom isn't always free. And freedom doesn't necessarily mean you can do whatever you want. As someone once said, your idea of freedom may stop at my nose. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes it's, it's further than that. But we should all have the right to live out our lives in a way that we should not walk in fear. We should feel that our government, our church... Our neighbors are our friends, and we're part of a family seeking a higher purpose. We have a lot of stuff that goes on in our minds. We all have different experiences. I've had experiences in my life that would cause me, if I didn't know better, I could generalize and not like all black people. I could not like all Asian people. I could not like all white people. But you can't generalize every single person based on experiences, but that's kind of the way we are as human beings. We do that. We stereotype. We we make these things. I was sharing with... Uh, some friends earlier tonight, I said, you know, I don't talk about this very often, but I have been on the other end of a gun barrel twice in my life, and once was by the uh, sheriff department in Clark County, (laughs) and I was not doing anything wrong. I was taking a friend up to drop his car off, pulling out of the the dealership, and the uh, officers pulled us over. And so I was sitting there with my hands, as I always do, on my wheel. And, oh, my daddy said, always get out and go back. So 
door flies open. And as I got out, the officer swung his door open and swung his gun over the window and told me we better get back. He didn't like it. Well, I can't begin to tell you what I felt like and what what a bad feeling that was. I even began to tell him what a horrible... I was about 24. My first pastor, the headlines in Athens uh, uh, paper would have been local pastor gunned down by helping uh, his friend drop car off by the local uh, sheriff department, deputy sheriff. That would have been a great headline, wouldn't it? But I'm glad that didn't happen, thank God. But had I been of another race, maybe we would he have shot first and asked questions later? I don't know. I'm just thankful for God he didn't. But I have been on the other end of a gun in a, an attempted robbery by someone from another race and was able to talk some sense into that individual along with another friend of mine. It's not a good feeling. Being ostracized, being discriminated against, all of that is is a terrible feeling. To feel different in a world that you're around people with all your life. It's a tough world. And I suppose we all feel it in some way or another and we could all lash out and we get to the point where we just want to say no more or whatever. But I personally believe that in our society we have the greatest uh, tool there is and that's the ability and the right to vote. We have the right to justice and we should insist upon it. We have a right to not be harassed or, uh, or, or whatever, discriminated against. We as Christians have a commandment to love each other, to love God and our neighbor as ourselves. That's not a right, that's a commandment. So on this day, the Acts, chapter 2, the Acts of the Apostles, May Christ be in in our thinking and in our speaking and in our hearts. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a mighty violent wind. And it filled the entire house where we were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now they were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, 
in other parts of the world, Egypt, and Libya, Rome, Jews from all over, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, they're all just filled with new wine. And then Peter comes out and preaches the great sermon and many are converted. Well, the gospel went out through all the world. Those people went back and spread the gospel. Missionaries went on, Paul and others, and on and on. And Christianity went all over the earth. Other religions are all over the earth. Uh, other faiths, people who have no faith and as I've always said, that's between all individual decisions. But as a person of faith, in the Christian faith, I see this as a very powerful moment in history, the day of Pentecost, the birth of the church, that Jesus Christ, he already said that he built his church upon the understanding that, that Peter had upon the rock, the you know, that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and he also spoke of the Spirit coming, and on and on. And we've talked about it in recent days, and here we are. Jesus went into heaven and said, you go and make disciples and change the world around you. Well, we've changed the world for good in many ways, and we have not changed it for the good in other ways. In some ways, we're better off. We're more advanced. We have uh, information out, out of our ears. We have uh, scientific and medical advancements. And uh, people do live in a pretty good standard. Even our lowest standard in this country is better than many, most of the rest of the world, I would say, in terms of economics. We find that hard to believe. But... It's true that there are places that our poorest seem the richest, but that's not to say our poorest should stay poor. Poor, they should all be lifted up and all need to be blessed. Everyone deserves justice, social justice, individual justice. Uh, but more than any of that, we need God. I firmly believe it. Someone asked me a question today, can certain people be Christians? And I said, I certainly do believe so. I believe that God loved so the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have everlasting life. I believe that Jesus was the word down, that God came down, taught us how to live, died for us, rose again for us, ascended and sent his Holy Spirit, his Holy Presence to empower us, to equip us, to show us how to live and show love. Now, is it God's fault that we have failed at that task? I dare say not. We have been emerging in truth, fighting with our, within our own selves and with each other 
as long as there have been humans recording history and probably before that, I'm sure. We all have our ideas and we have our emotions and we have our fears. We have our anxieties, we have our prejudices, our preconceived notions. But I believe God wants a relationship with us and God wants us to live in peace. I love that song I post, Let There Be Peace on Earth. God, our creator, children, all are we. Let us walk with each other in perfect harmony. And people say, Sid, you're just a dreamer. The prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Let me seek to console rather than be consoled. Let me seek to understand rather than be understood. Let me seek to heal rather than be... On and on and on and on. Make me an instrument of your peace. Make me a conduit. I've got several friends say, I don't care, I hate everybody. <laughs> you know, when we're discussing things, oh, I don't care, I hate everybody. But I don't really think they do. I think what has happened is sometimes experiences make a lot of folks afraid to open their hearts. Afraid to trust, afraid to love, afraid to believe, afraid to exchange ideas. My idea, your idea, all of our ideas are may be different, but that doesn't mean that one is more valid than the other. It's because we're all individuals and we have a mind and a brain and the ability to think and reason and and you say, well, somebody's got to be right. Well, listen to me. No, I'm just kidding. But we all want to be right. And we all want people to hear us. And the world is saying to us right now, our country is saying to us, listen to me. Listen to me. And, and some have been saying this so long. Listen to me. I am... I am a human being. My life matters. I am somebody. I've been hurt. I've been mistreated. I've been not, I haven't been heard. And that comes from a lot of directions. And not only in this country, but we could just go back in history to so many different places. And all of these folks were in Jerusalem from all around coming to for the great festival, and they heard the best news that had ever been told. They heard the gospel in their own language through a miraculous phenomenon of speaking in other languages, speaking in, in, in tongues. Or, there are different kinds of that, the glossolalia that, that is a, a different kind of utterance of an unknown or maybe not known tongue or not uh, living practice language now or languages miraculously in other uh, from other countries and other dialects I've heard some interesting stories how that all have happened and even you know for missionaries but I don't want to get caught on that because folks debate that to the to the end of time but 
But one thing we can't debate, that's God's love because agape is the greatest love. I love Whitney Houston's song and it was Steve Winwood back in the day. Bring me a higher love. Well, what is the higher love? It's agape love. It's, it's, it's higher than brotherly love or romantic love or helping love. It's the love of God that, that we all need. And that's what we need. We sing that song. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. But not just any kind of love. We need love that transcends earthly love, but love that goes beyond anything that we can imagine. Love that forgives, love that reconciles, love that uh, prefers your brother and your sister, love that doesn't uh, discriminate, love that is that proud, love that, that endures forever. Faith, hope, and love, the greatest. But which is the greatest? Of all these, love, agape, the higher love. Spirit of faith, spirit of love, come down. Oh God, we who are calling for the healing of our nation, for the healing of communities, for the healing of relationships, collectively, individually, and in every little municipality of this nation and of this world, for those who are sick with diseases and in this time of pandemic, for those who would despitefully use us, you tell us to bless them and pray for them. Lord, you give us a tall order. It's not easy always to love your enemy. It's not easy to love people who don't love you back. It's not easy to continue in faith when people of your own faith despitefully use you. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for giving that little nudge just now that you're with us, that you're that you love each of us, you love me, you love everyone in this world. And on this, your birthday of the church, the birthday, Pentecost Sunday, God, help us to explode in love. to press forward, to press on to the prize and the high calling that God has given us. We're human, Lord. We have limited understanding. We have emotions that get in our way. We have our own thoughts that cripple us. We have our histories that burden us. We have cultures that throw up barriers. We have, even in our own Christian faith, so many barriers inside our own denomination and beyond. 
God, I'm sure that you you got to be awfully patient and really love us. As I've often said, God, if I were God, I would have never fooled with humans. I would have ended it before it started. But Lord, you are patient, you are loving, you are kind, and you do care for each of us. Heal the brokenhearted. Comfort those who, who are mourning for various reasons. Comfort those who feel disenfranchised. Comfort those who feel outside the walls. Comfort those who feel like that there is no hope. And let peace be on on this earth and let it begin in each of us, Lord. Make us an instrument of your peace and of your love and of your grace and show by faith what you can do, Lord. If we make ourselves available, Do a new thing in us, Lord. Boy, I ask in the name of the one who loved us so much that he called us his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, our debts, our sins, as we forgive those who trespass against us, who are in our debt, who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, all the evil of this world in whatever form it comes. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and and ever, and ever. Amen. In the historic confession of our Christian faith, the Apostles' Creed, we say the words, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried, on the third day rose from the dead and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the life everlasting. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and evermore shall be, world without end. Amen. And amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. Come in your strength and in your power. Come in your own gentle way. Amen. And as we close today, may that same spirit be in you that raised Christ from the dead and the same spirit that caused Christ taught us to love in and to walk in, be with you. The love that God, our Creator, had and sent His Son to die for our sins. May that love be in you. 
As you listen to these messages, we should be coming back to the church in a few weeks. The building, the church hasn't gone anywhere. We've been here. We're just outside the walls. May we take this time to do tremendous things and show tremendous love. Just amazing love, amazing grace toward each other. Irrational love. Help us, God, just to do that. We thank those who are sending their gifts. You see the address to the treasurer on the screen. We appreciate your gifts. If you're able to give, I know things are tough, and I pray God will bless you and 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 keep you. And if you can't give, you got to pay your bills. We understand that. And but we know we have to pay the bills over the church, and and we're working our way back there over to the building. I mean, so. It, Faith United Methodist Church on Valley Hill Road in Riverdale. Little small church on the hill. We thank Andrew Duncan for his work with putting all of this together and our great pianist Gail Ayers for her work and sharing her gifts with us. And for all the folks in our congregation, our small congregation and those who listen to me on YouTube or Facebook. I pray that you get something positive from it. I hear from you a lot, and I thank you for your kind words. I'm just a sinner, a wayfaring sinner. I'm just a slob trying to find my way home. Someone that God had pity on and loved just like the rest of us. And I'm so grateful God does love us that much. So may that God be with you and his Son and his Holy Spirit now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.